What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, it is All-Star Weekend, but like we mentioned yesterday, there are still some regular season games going on before the MLB portion of the All-Star break kicks off, which would be on Monday for the Home Run Derby and Tuesday for the All-Star Game. But on Saturday, we did have MLB action in Detroit, which ended in a no-hitter, a combined no-hitter for the Detroit Tigers. Matt Manning led the way. And then his bullpen took it from there. And they had a combined no-hitter. A 2-0 Tigers win over the Blue Jays. Major League Baseball has now had 20 combined no-hitters. But it was Matt Manning, Jason Foley, and Alex Lang. These are, these are the three guys who combined for a no-hitter against a good Blue Jays team. I mean, it's been a dozen years since Justin Verlander no-hit the Blue Jays in Toronto. And now Matt Manning led the, th the three guys, the trio, which repeated the feat in Detroit this time. And they combined to hold a very strong Blue Jays lineup to three walks and a hit batter. But it marked the second no-hitter in three years for the Tigers. They saw Spencer Turnbull no-hit the Mariners in Seattle back on May 18, 2021. It was also the first no-hitter at Comerica Park since Verlander shut down the Brewers on June 12, 2007. Very long time ago. But it was really a grind for Matt Manning most of the way for six and two-thirds innings. I mean, he said he was focused on working deep into the game and resting a pretty taxed bullpen. He did labor through a first-inning rain shower. You know, they are playing through some raindrops there in the first inning, which had delayed the start time of the game. But then, you know, it actually intensified, and he was struggling to grip the ball. So much so that he needed a timeout to get a towel from the dugout and dry his hands and arms. But he hit the first batter and walked the second before retiring the middle of the Blue Jays lineup in order, which was capped by a called third strike on Kevin Biggio. And he was changing balls every other pitch. It looked really rough. It didn't seem like the kind of game that was going to be a no-hitter. But it was. It ended up being that. And then, you know, he retired 15 consecutive batters in between Whit Merrifield's leadoff walk in the second until BGO's two-out walk in the seventh. And then with that walk, that brought A.J. Hinch out of the dugout to pull Man Manning out of the game. And then the bullpen took it from there, and I'm getting a combined no-hitter. So shout-out to the Detroit Tigers. That's a big feat. There have now been 20 combined no-nos in Major League history. Now the Tigers are the latest to do it. Let's head to Boston, where the Red Sox have gotten hot all of a sudden. They've won their fourth straight. They're playing the Oakland A's, so nothing really spectacular as far as an opponent. But winning four straight Major League Baseball games is always a good thing. The story right now in Boston is surrounding... Actually, there are two storylines. Jaron Duran and James Paxton. Because when the 2023 season started, James Paxton was rehabbing from yet another injury. Jaron Duran was... Starting the season at AAA, he was trying not to fall off the Red Sox radar. Fast forward to where we are now with the All-Star break here. Both these players have demonstrated that they're arguably the two top, top storylines for the Red Sox at this point in the season. I mean, Jaron Duran has been electric as of late. James Paxton has been too. He's been healthy the past few weeks. Past few starts, he's looked like his old self. I mean, he's 5-1 and one with a 2.73 ERA. He looks as good as... As ever, I mean, obviously, he, an elbow has been rebuilt from Tommy John's surgery, and he's had a lot of other nagging injuries, which are finally going away, knock on wood. 
But consider the fact that the Red Sox have Chris Sale, Tanner Houck, and Garrett Whitlock on the injured list with no set return dates. Having James Paxton return to health could not come at a better time. Then there's Jaron Duran. This guy actually didn't make the team coming out of spring training. He lost out to Rymel Tapia for a roster spot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all those things have rebounded for him. I mean, he was struggling with his bat, his glove, his mindset in 2022. All those things have rebounded for the speedy outfielder. If you look at his past 22 games, dating back to Ju- sorry to June 11, he's hitting 424 with 11 doubles, 2 triples, and 2 homers. Jaron Duran having a very, very strong summer for the Red Sox so far. He's just been on fire, absolutely on fire. Single double homer, stolen base, three runs, three RBIs on Saturday, and a nice running catch in center field for Jaron Duran. That was his afternoon in Boston, just a triple shy of the cycle. He did everything else, defense, hitting everything. So Duran's hitting 319 with an 885 OPS right now. Having a very, very, very outstanding season for the Red Sox. So, shout out to him. Speaking of electrifying players, Ellie De La Cruz stole the show, quite literally, in Milwaukee. He stole second, third, and home in three pitches. I mean, he astonished everyone except himself because he knows he can do this stuff. But So, he singled in the go-ahead run in the seventh, and he stole second third, and home, like I said, in just a few pitches. And the Reds end up getting an 8-5 victory over the Brewers, in large part due to this guy right here. Cincinnati erased deficits of 1-0, 4-1, and 5-4, and they got their Major League Best 33rd come-from-behind win. The win even the series at one game apiece. It moved Cincinnati two games ahead of Milwaukee in the division, heading into the final game of the first half. But Ellie De La Cruz is that guy. That's what you call game-changing speed. That's really what you call it. I mean, literally just stealing stealing the lead. Joey Votto homered this game, a three-run homer. He homered, I think that's two straight days in a row in this series for him as well. So, I mean, he's looking really good right now. That was his seventh of the year. Will Benson homered his fourth of the year. And Reds extend their NL Central lead against, you know, a divisional opponent right here. That's a very, very big matchup. So those are the highlights from Saturday. Sunday is the MLB draft. Let's take a bit of a preview as to what to expect. So this year's draft has a lot of college talent. The top five prospects, according to MLB.com, number one, you have right-handed pitcher from LSU, Paul Skeens. You have LSU outfielder Dylan Cruz. Then you have Florida outfielder Wyatt Langford. Then you have... Walker Jenkins, I, I forget, which school did he go to? I'm not too sure. Uh, and then after that, you have a high school outfielder named Max Clark. These are the top five prospects, according to MLB.com. We don't really know, of course, on draft day, how that's going to f- shake out, because oftentimes you will see a, team's, a team cut a deal financially with a team, with a player who might not be projected to go very high, but they're willing to take a discount. So, you know, then they'll go there. Um, So it is what it is. I mean, we'll see how the draft goes, but there is a lot of college talent in this year's draft. I think this year's draft is intriguing and last year's was too, because now we are really seeing 
teams aggressively push these prospects. They don't waste time in the minor leagues anymore. I mean, teams like the Mariners, for example. Mariners have four picks on day one, and that's partially because they got compensation for promoting Julio Rodriguez and having him win AL Rookie of the Year. So they got one because he was on their opening day roster in 2022. Then they got another one for having him win AL Rookie of the Year. That's how they get four picks on day one so there's definitely incentive to promote your top guys now see the pirates have the first pick this year they're gonna get compensation for promoting henry davis just a few weeks ago he was the number one overall pick in the draft in 2021 he's already in the big leagues now so the game has changed these guys you're seeing drafted that you're gonna see drafted tonight will be in the major league soon enough not all of them obviously some of them don't make it but some of them at least the top ones will be in the major leagues within two years at most some will be there next year that's very different compared to what we've seen in the past especially the college guys the college guys are polished so change the game you can definitely see who's going to be on the way now but uh yeah we'll we'll see what goes on we'll see how the draft shakes out but that's going to do it for today folks if you enjoyed this please share with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection